You're listening to the Business in Morocco podcast, the podcast that discusses all things business and all things Morocco. My name is Ryan Mimone, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Kirk, and our goal is to share our knowledge and experiences in order to help you gain wisdom, skills, and habits that can help you succeed in business and in life. You can learn more about us by going to our website, moroccopodcast.com. All right, let's get started with today's episode. It's going to be a lovely day. Welcome to the Business in Morocco podcast. You're listening to episode 17, where we're going to talk about some book recommendations we have for our listening audience to help you learn and grow uh, personally and professionally. But before we get to that, Ryan, what's going on post-Ramadan? How's it going? Yeah, it's good. So we've, we've officially uh, come towards the end now. I had a great week. I managed to do some training with Casa Finance City, um, who they're already located in the new CFC Tower in uh, in Anfa City. So that was really exciting to be able to go into the new tower for the first time. It's really beautiful building, very, very tricked out with technology. Um, so I met with the business development group there and we just did a small workshop about the power of habits and it was excellent, really, really sharp group, impressive, uh, impressive team that they've built there. So it got me excited just thinking about Casa being a, a gateway city to all the opportunities that exist in Africa. So the future is really bright. What about you, Rai? What's new with you? How are you doing? Good done with the traveling for now we're back in northern virginia near dc this will be our last stretch of traveling before we come back to morocco so i'm following up on some business meetings that i did in april and making some good progress i think i mentioned in some previous episodes that one of my clients is a moroccan artist and one of the things i've been doing here is trying to negotiate a reseller agreement with someone here in the United States where they will import his paintings and sell them on the US market either through e-commerce on a website like ebay.com or Etsy and also be someone who can negotiate some deals with local galleries here in the Northern Virginia Metro DC area. So those discussions are in the beginning, but I'm confident uh, we'll be able to get to, to some kind of agreement and then work out the details regarding logistics. Wow, that's exciting. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm excited about the future for this artist because I've already scheduled a, a follow-up meeting with uh, Duty Free, the folks at Duty Free in Morocco. So... Uh, the future's bright, I think, for this artist. I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll be able to uh, increase his distribution and uh, grow the business. That's great. I do want to mention that we've been tracking the metrics for our podcast, and so I want to do a shout-out to our audience, which is more diverse than I originally expected, being the title of our podcast is uh, business in Morocco but 
we have listeners from quite a few different countries around the world, including uh, Canada, the Netherlands, the United States, France, the United Arab Emirates, Sweden, Belarus, and Germany. So hello to our international audience. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at ryan at moroccopodcast.com. Let us know how you found the podcast. Let us know what you're looking to get out of it. And tell us a little bit about yourself so we can know more about our audience. Well, I know my mom's listening from Canada, but I'm not sure who's listening from Belarus. (laughs) Yeah, we'd love to know. Who are you in Belarus? We do have more than a few listeners from Canada, so I I think it's not just your mom. (laughs) That's good to know. All right, let's get into the topic of the week, which is our book recommendations. Uh, This is a subject that I do not take lightly. I know that people are very busy. I know that reading a book takes time and effort and energy. And so I don't recommend books to people very often. And when I do, I have high confidence that there's a lot of good information and that the person will benefit from the book. Another reason that I am cautious in making book recommendations to our audience is that a lot of them are in English and will not be easy for our audience to acquire. Now, you will be able to get many of these books online through downloads, uh, whether it's an ebook version or a Kindle version, but it will be more difficult for you to get the books in hard copy. So that's another reason that I'm uh, taking uh, these recommendations very seriously. Ryan, you wanna start out and let us know uh, what your first book is that you would recommend our audience uh, give a read? I just wanted to mention that this week I was at the Casa location of a brand new website that launched called EnglishBooks.ma. So this is a local entrepreneur that loves to read, loves personal development books, reads 90% of his books in English, and he's gone through the struggle that, that we have, which is you want to read a book in English and you just can't find it in Morocco. Even if you read at a high level in French, it could be years before it's translated and available in Morocco. And so he's working to to change that and to allow Moroccans to access the world's best books very, very quickly. So check out that website. He has over 100,000 books in the database already. And I'm sure most of the ones that we mentioned today will be available there. The, the first book that I'm gonna mention is one that I'm very personally attached to, which is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. So most of our listeners will know I work with Franklin Covey, which is the organization that, that has the rights to teach this as a course in corporate settings. And I also teach it on some university campuses in Casablanca and Rabat. So this is a book that I am really passionate about because I've seen the, the personal impact that it can have and I've seen it impact others as well. And the reason why I love this book is because it provides a a framework to increase your effectiveness. And so this is applicable to people of all walks of life and it supersedes uh, different cultures and generations. So even even though the book is over 30 years old, 
people are still recommending it and continuing to read it. It's sold over 40 million copies because the principles are timeless. And I love the fact that it challenges you to define what your end in mind is. What's your goal? What's your purpose in life? And then how to make that happen. So it gives space for the fact that we're all very different and our ideas of what is a life well worth living are going to be all very different. And so one person's vision for success is going to be very different than mine. And so the book provides this framework that you can determine what you care about and then work to achieve that. So I love I love that. And also the focus on internal and uh, focusing on your personal development before working on your relationships and, and your connections with other people. Yeah, that's a good one. I've read it and watched many YouTube videos regarding the content. I would say anyone who is able to effectively implement these habits in their life has a great shot at improving in the aspect of their life that that they apply the habits. Mm -hmm. The information is there, the research is there. If you just do what it suggests, you'll see positive outcomes, see positive results. Yeah. And I think we've talked about some of these habits more specifically in previous episodes. The first book that I'd like to mention is directed specifically towards entrepreneurs. The reason I'm mentioning this book is I think that the future of most economies and the future of many people in our audience is as entrepreneurs, whether it's as an independent contractor or a small business owner. This book is very relevant to anyone who sees themselves creating and owning a business at some point in the future. It helps set your mindset and it's called Built to Sell by John Warlow. The reason I like it is because it is not your typical business book. It's not a bunch of facts and figures and principles and checklists laid out in sort of a dry manner in what could be considered a a boring style of writing, just a, a business book with principles in it. It's actually a story. It's a narrative fiction in which the writer tells a story about a business owner and weaves the principles of creating a business and shaping your business to be sold through the story of a business owner. Hmm. Because he writes it this way, it makes it much easier to read, easy to envision the principles he's talking about because mm -hmm. you're envisioning a real person with real workers and real life situations and dialogues and the principles are being applied to the story. Mm -hmm. And the book is all about a business owner who has created a situation in which the business is very heavily reliant upon his work and his own personal efforts. And when he tries to go to sell the business, he encounters problems because if he were to leave the business, many aspects of the work would not get done. And he has many ongoing conversations with a mentor who explains to him what changes he needs to make in order to have a business that can operate independently of himself. 
And, and this is a topic that we've talked about quite a few times, and it relates to mm-hmm. my second book that I'm recommending, which is called The E-Myth, where the author, Michael Gerber, talks about how most small business owners are not actually business owners. They have just created a job and not a business because mm-hmm. the business is so heavily dependent on their work. And I have clients that are in this situation. If they were to leave the business, it would it would fall apart in a matter of weeks or months because so much of the operations of the business is dependent upon the work that they do on a mm-hmm. daily basis. Yeah. So we'll have links to all of these books uh, on our resources page. And if you're interested, uh, you can see the details of the books uh, and the descriptions. And hopefully one day be able to buy them on this website that you mentioned earlier. What was the name of it again? Englishbooks.ma. You like this book you're describing, E-Myth Revisited. That is a classic book. But you know when it was translated into French? Just last year. The book's about 20 years old. So what that means is any French speaker or somebody even that's living in a French-speaking country they may not have heard of this book or had access to this book for 18, 19 years, even though the content is so valuable and has been so impactful. For whatever reason, it didn't kind of penetrate the the French market and wasn't picked up and translated until just very recently. So it just brings up the importance of learning English and also being able to access English resources through websites like the one we described. And another reason I want to mention to our audience why the structure of your business is so important and why it's so important to build processes that are repeatable, that are teachable, that can be done by employees is because if you take the risk of starting a business, you are taking on the risk of investing capital and time and effort that you wouldn't necessarily had if you took a job. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to spend the time and the effort and the money and take the risk of starting a business, you might as well set it up in a way that it can operate on its own and or eventually be sold to someone else who can run it and not have the same expertise that you have. And I have clients right now who are moving towards the end of their careers. They've been working for decades in their industries. They've built successful businesses, but when they leave, the business will die if they do not make changes. And all of the effort that they put in will in many ways have been wasted because they won't be able to sell the business or transition someone else to running it because they haven't built the processes and trained the people to run the business without them. Are you looking for books in English in Morocco? Well, search no more. www.englishbooks.ma is a new Moroccan online bookstore specializing in English books. Order from a huge selection of more than 100,000 titles that can be delivered all over Morocco. 
The website features an express delivery section, which offers titles guaranteed to arrive at your door in three days or less. Many of the books we have recommended on this podcast are available, so check out EnglishBooks.ma and start shopping and reading. Now back to the show. All right, the next book I recommend is the number one personal finance book of all time, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I've noticed in the last several years, it's become extremely popular in Morocco, which I think is fantastic because it's so, so powerful. I listen to lots of other podcasts and it is definitely the number one book that entrepreneurs and business leaders cite as being so influential and like a a turning point in their life. Um, I read this book in 2004 and it it completely shifted my paradigm of money and the whole focus is on buying assets that will generate wealth for you rather than just trying to pursue a lifetime with a high income so brilliant book another classic that's maybe even foundational before reading rich dad poor dad is the richest man in babylon so this book is a little bit difficult to read if English isn't your first language, because it uses kind of old school style language. You know, it was written, I think, around the 1930s and stuff. But even then, it was using older language. It's not as hard as reading something like Shakespeare, but same kind of idea. You're using words that we don't really use anymore in everyday life. And it's the whole thing is it's it's parables, it's stories that teach principles, which is such an effective way to learn. So that's one you can easily find online um, for free because it's so old. It's very, um, very accessible. So The Richest Man in Babylon by George Klassen. And it's also another one you can watch lots of different YouTubes that illustrate it. But it just has great foundational principles for your personal finances yeah i've heard of that book but i have not yet read it so i'm going to put that on my download list the next book that i'd like to recommend is actually a book that's in french it was originally written in english it's called influence by robert cialdini in french it's called influence et manipulation and you can find this book on Amazon.fr. It may actually be available some places in Morocco. And the reason I recommend this book is because it goes into the psychology of decision making. And whether you're in business or you're in your social networks, it doesn't really matter what area of life you're focusing on. It's always important to understand why people are making decisions, what motivates them, and effective ways to influence them. This book is often cited by entrepreneurs and business owners as being enlightening. As you mentioned, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Uh, this book as well, and this author specifically, Robert Cialdini, is very well regarded in terms of the insights that he offers and uh, the research that he cites to back up Uh, his claims. I wanted to cite at least one book that is, I know is available in French. All right. Well, the next book I want to recommend is a book I just finished this spring called Atomic Habits. 
And it's a brand new book that just came out in the fall, um, but it is available. I just checked. It's it's on EnglishBooks.ma, so you can order that. But I really recommend this book because I personally believe that our habits are what lead to either a life that we've always dreamed of or a life of mediocrity. And it's really our habits that set us up for, for success or failure. So this book is so, so practical. Probably in the past, I would have recommended the book, The Power of Habit. But I would say Atomic Habits is like a continuation of that. or It builds on the foundation that was laid um, by Charles Duhigg, who's the author of The Power of Habit. Very, very practical. And it provides a system, it provides a framework for how do you build effective habits in your life? How do you replace or overcome bad habits in your life? And it's just filled with really practical tips. It's really, really simple to understand and follow. And so if there's some things you know, oh, I'd really love to start this. I wish I exercised more. I wish I woke up early. I wish I read more. I wish I didn't procrastinate so much. I wish I could you know, start going to the gym or eating healthy. This would be an excellent book. This would be an investment in your future. So pick up uh, Atomic Habits by the author James Clear. Yeah, I think we, we really can't stress enough on this podcast how important habits are because we all have our good days and our bad days regarding motivation. Mm -hmm. Really sustaining high motivation is a hard thing to do. And mm -hmm. it's really much easier to rely on habits to, to get things done and to be the foundation of your daily and weekly life. It, I think it's been proven when things become a habit, it actually requires less energy to do them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you can do the same things and use less energy, you can accomplish more during the day. Yeah. And this is the same principle we've talked about with deep work, developing new habits, doing new things, learning new things. You can only do so much of it in a given day because of the additional energy and brain power that it takes. Yeah, that's right. Our habits don't require a conscious decision from us because we already decided in the past. So, yeah, it increases the brain's efficiency because it's it's pushing down all these decisions into the subconscious, which is a great energy saver. All right, Rai, what's your last book recommendation? The last book that I'd like to recommend is probably one that our audience has not heard of. It's called Rework by Jason Fried and David Hennemeyer Hansen. Mm. This is one that is personal to me just because... I tend to agree with their philosophy of work and also their philosophy of business creation. In the United States and especially in Silicon Valley in California where many of the big tech companies are located like Google and Facebook, there is a culture of starting businesses that will grow very, very large, taking investor money, what's called venture capital and growing fast and growing big and eventually selling the business or doing an IPO, an initial public offering, in order to reward the investors who funded the company from the beginning. And this culture 
often includes working really long hours and focusing on the business to the exclusion of everything else. Literally working 12, 15, 18 hour days, seven days a week for years on end, focusing only on the business and really being a one dimensional person. Hmm. Excluding family, excluding friends, excluding hobbies, just in order to promote the business and work on the business. And the authors of Rework really take issue with this mentality. The first thing they suggest is in order to have a successful company, you don't need to work 100 hours a week. You can have a balanced life. And in fact, working 100 hours a week is not a sustainable way to work. It's not an enjoyable way to work and it can have negative impacts on your health, on your relationships, but it's entirely possible to grow a business working normal business hours, 40, 50 hours a week and having a balanced life. The other, the other idea that they challenge is that you need to take millions of dollars in investors money in order to have a successful business. And I think this idea is growing as well, that you can grow a business using your own money or borrowing a little bit of money from family and friends, and also using customer money to grow your business. And so this, these are the main themes of the book. And another reason I really like the book is the chapters are very short and they're concise and they focus on one issue and then it goes to the next chapter where they address a different topic. So it's very easy to read, very easy to move through the content and not get bored or tired uh, reading it. So this is my last book. It, again, it's called Rework, R-E-W-O-R-K. And we'll have a link to this and every other book that we've mentioned in the episode on the resources page of our website, moroccopodcast.com any parting thoughts ryan i think we're going to need to do another episode because there's just so many great books and we really want to encourage our audience to be listening and i know it means a lot to me personally when somebody that i'm following somebody that i'm learning from somebody that i respect recommends a book because as you said i once heard that for every book you read you're choosing to not read 10,000 other books simply because we just don't have that much time in our life. And particularly nowadays when so many books are, are easily published and there's just an overload of information, a personal recommendation can be so, so valuable. So we'll have to do another episode in a couple months, maybe even focusing on a specific area of life like entrepreneurship or personal finance or habit building, something like that. You've been listening to the Business in Morocco podcast. My name is Ryan Kirk, here with my co-host, Ryan Maimon. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Download our entire library of podcasts on our website, moroccopodcast.com, where you'll also find extra resources related to each episode in the show notes, including a transcript of the show. If you've got a question or topic you think we should cover on the podcast, fill out the form on moroccopodcast.com or email us at ryan at moroccopodcast.com 
and we'll give you a shout out on the show. Our theme music is Lovely Day by Bill Withers, used under Creative Commons, and we hope you'll have a lovely day doing business in Morocco. We'll see you next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.